Hey, New Hope Community Church. Uh, my name is Jim Hardaway. It's good to be with you guys again. I'm happy to be on the island. Uh, just anytime I'm with you guys, I feel like family. And so we're going to have a great time in the next few minutes just studying God's Word together. And as I've, if you've heard me say before the last time I spoke, I'm an encourager by nature. That's my heart, just to motivate just to encourage you, uh, and so let's just have a great time studying God's Word. Lord, we just thank you for these uh, next few minutes, Lord, that you would that you let your Word come alive in us, Lord, and speak to, uh, speak to our hearts, Lord. And we thank you, God, that we have the opportunity to be a part of your kingdom, Lord Jesus. And we just thank you for what you're doing in our hearts, what you're doing through the New Hope community, and God, what you're doing in, in our world, Lord. And thank you for the opportunity to be those world changers, Lord, that impact the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name, amen. I titled this message really simply, Influencers One-on-One. And I just want to talk about the basics of influence. It has been a, as you guys know, I don't have to tell you, it has been a crazy year. Just the whirlwind of emotions and dynamics and chaos in our world. And in my own faith, uh, in all the struggles that we all experienced over the last year and a half, I begin to seek the Lord. It's just, Lord, what are those things that we need to do, man? You turn on the news. It's, it's hard. To, on social media, it's everywhere around us. Just There's a lot of chaos going on. So I just begin to pray and say, God, what are the things I need to focus on as a believer to just begin to impact those around me in the community in the ways of encouragement and hope and optimism and keeping your head up and just believing we're going to overcome? And I just started thinking about influence. It's what we're called to do as believers anyway. We're to impact our community, the people around us, our neighbors, and that's just the basics. So I want to talk about the basics of our faith as Christ followers and that power of influence. Uh, my wife and I are pickers. We like to hit antique shops and find retro items when the road. So we'll we'll go out on a Saturday in a in, in a small town in Texas and, and just find some hole in the wall antique places. And one of my favorite things to do is I like to dig through. Usually you'll find a box or a basket of old photos and just colored photos, black and white, and they're just six 1960s, 1970s, 1980s. And I like to dig through those that pile of photos and find the most just interesting things. Uh, my wife thinks I'm crazy, but I, I, I buy those photos, 25, 50 cents a piece, and I have to bring them home and I made these photo albums and I call them instant relatives. And I'll put those photos in there. And you know, you've heard the saying, a picture says a thousand words. A picture's worth a thousand words. And I love to find pictures, and we're going to put a few of them on the screen, that just tell stories that are just interesting. And there's this one in particular that we're going to land on here. And it was this lady on a three-wheeler. It looks like she's out in the desert. And she's got her helmet on. She's got her sunglasses on. She's, she's on the three-wheeler, but she's focused on the camera. She's got her backpack on. And it just speaks adventure. It just You start asking questions. Where is she going? What's she up to? Uh, and it just stirs that curiosity. And there's a three, three little phrases that, that have kind of been my mantra over the last five or six, seven years. And this is kind of what this, this photo stirs up in me. And it's these three phrases, and I'll talk about them uh, at the end of the message too. Stay whimsical, be incredible, it's your story. And I'll refer to those things throughout the message as well. But it's what this photo looks like. You want to know where she's going, and she, you can see the whimsy in, 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 in the adventure in, the, in her journey. Influencers echo across life inspiring, encouraging, and challenging others towards their purpose and potential. 
Now, I love this verse, and you've heard it many times before. I'm going to read it out of the Message Bible. Matthew 5, 13 through 16 says these words. Let me tell you why you are here. You're here to be the salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. Listen to verse 14 through 16. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in this world. Now remember, we're talking about being influencers. So listen to these words. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, on a light stand shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your... I love these words. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God. This generous Father in heaven. In those last verses, you hear that influence. We're just called as Christ followers, as believers, as Christians, to be influencers. You know, so I, I'm guilty of it too. We, we're so, uh, we so easily complicate things. When it's, it's so easy to reach the people around us, especially over this last year and a half. We've dealt with our own emotions. It's been challenging. And the emotions, emo, the, the emotions of everyone uh, around us has been just all over the place. And sometimes the most simplest of things are the most impactful. And we get caught up in these words of trying to, trying to have, we don't, we don't take any action because we feel like we have to come up with the right thing to say or, uh, you know, the timing's got to be right. But just loving people around us, just sharing our own experience, that's what influence is. Most of the time, people, what's going to draw them closer to the Lord is when they hear that you're navigating the exact same things in your life that they're navigating. Just the struggles, just the questions, just the hurt, just the anxiety, the, the, the anger, just all, everything we felt over this last year. Be an influencer. Now, we're going to definitely talk about good influence, but to, to focus on good influence, we have to talk about bad influence a little bit. It's hard to know that, you've, that you're a bad influence if you don't see the symptoms and admit there's a problem. So, I've got a great example for you. So there was a particular day last year, 20, heart of 2020, you, we were all there, and I just was having a bad day. I mean, I just was tired of quarantine, I was tired of masks, I was tired of not traveling, going, the same things you were feeling. And I just, I just had a day I woke up, I mean, from the get-go. It, it didn't matter how many cups of coffee I had, I was just grumpy. I was edgy and I just wasn't pleasant to be around. I'm walking around the house and I'm just sharp, snappy with my wife and, and uh, just, not a, just not a nice guy. So I had some errands to run. So I left the house and, you know, I'm just in a grumpy mood. And uh, I went to a, a place to get some photos developed and I uh, dropped off the, 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 uh, the, the flash drive and, and I'm waiting on them to be developed. And so I walked over to an area and it was about a, about a 30 minute wait and I found a section of kids books and I love kids books. I'm a big kid at heart. So I'm looking around and I find this, this, this cover of this book just jumps out at me and it's called Grumpy Monkey. And it just has this monkey on the cover. His face fills the whole cover and he's just, he's just grumpy. He's just not happy. Uh, and so this, I'm intrigued and this, this is kind of my morning. I pick up the book. I, I can't even read for the first three words and guess what the monkey's name was, Jim. 
<laughs> Same name as me. And it's funny how God takes the littlest, most whimsical, comical scenarios and situations in life to, to kind of stop us in our tracks. And just with a simple kid's book, uh, just running errands, I just was convicted. And I just was like, man, you know, I just not, have not been a nice guy today. So I want to be a good influencer, not just to the, to the world, but starting with my family and the people around me. Want to be a good leader and influence those around you? Take responsibility. Admit when you're wrong and always remain teachable. Always. Let me read that again. Want to be a great leader and influence those around you? Take responsibility. Admit when you're wrong and always remain teachable. Always. So let's talk about good influence. And I just want to go through a few points here. And again, just challenges on what we can all do every day through the common uh, things in life to, to influence those around us. Uh, good influence, first of all, is about investment. In Matthew 28, when Jesus talked about making disciples, when he said make disciples, that, that means when you, when you disciple somebody, that's a, that's a time commitment. That's an investment. So when we want to influence people, it does start with the simple things, just the encouraging things we can say, the, the pats on the back, the, the, the walking along somebody through trials and tests, or most of the time just being a listening ear, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. But it's about investment. It's about commitment. When you're, when you're, when God puts somebody on your mind or your heart, or you, it, it, somebody, it may be somebody in your direct family, or in the office, in the workplace, or at school, it, you've got to make a commitment there. God, how can I impact the people around me, and and just just commit to that? You know what? If your heart is just to obey God in the situations, He'll create opportunities for you. I believe that with all my heart. So good influence is about investment. And Jesus said that in Matthew 28, 19. He said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. The message translation says, I love this, go out and train everyone you meet far and near in this way of life. 2 Timothy 2, 2 says, for you must teach others those things you and many others have heard me speak about. Teach these great truths to trustworthy men, here it is, who will in turn pass them on to others. The greatest impact we can make in the life of somebody else is just the simple investments, the simple influence, the good influence, that they'll, they'll take that to somebody else. I don't know if you've ever been to the, to the line at Starbucks and had that scenario, but you've, you've heard about it. If it hasn't happened to you, it's, you've heard friends talk about it, but you, you order your coffee and you get up to the drive-through window and the, the person at the drive-through window says, you know what, your coffee's paid for. The car that was just in front of you just paid for your coffee. In that moment, it's just such a simple thing, but your heart's warm, you feel good. But right there, you got a decision made. Man, I could drive off and I could feel great about myself and have a great cup of coffee free. Or wait a minute, how about I buy the person behind me a cup of coffee? Just, just let that influence carry on. It's the simple things. I love this quote by one of my favorite authors, Erwin Raphael McManus, says this, The ultimate end and most profound result of influence is when a person is free from any command or power you may exert and yet still reflects the influence of your values and passions. What a powerful statement. It's who we are. It's our character that shines. Again, we, we complicate things, but if we're alive in Christ, if God's presence is alive in us, if we're in His Word, if His Word's alive in us, it's going to be easy to be an influencer. doesn't matter if you're an introvert, if you're an extrovert, if you're a follower of Christ, there's ways God can use you to impact those around you. 
Good influence is about investment. Good influence, and I love this is my favorite point of the, of the few I'm going to talk about. Good influence is about imagination. Now, remember, we talked about the lady on the three-wheeler, and just seeing that photo, my imagination takes off, and, and, and the story is built. And, and I want to talk about, uh, you know, there's several scriptures in the Word of God where, where God talks about, Jesus talked about becoming like little children, and don't lose your childlike faith, and it's that imagination of a child as we grow up, and we get busy in life, and, and we feel like we have to mature, and on, on many levels we do, but... But we need, to, we need to maintain that childlike imagination. When we dream, when we, we, we envision possibility. Uh, and, and I want to describe it to you like this and, and how we can bring out the imagination to others. And, and no matter where they're at in their walk with, in their life, uh, that they can see the possibilities. So, so you can think about a good sunset. Maybe you've popped up on your, uh, your social media account and your Instagram and, and you've seen, you know, next to the, your, the plate of food that all your friends post all the time, you see sunsets. People love sunsets. Now, I could describe to you a great sunset. Man, I could talk about the coast and I could talk about the water and, 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 and the waves crashing on the ocean and, 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 the, and the reflection on the flowers uh, in the distance. And, and, and like a good author would write a book. You know, when you've read a good book and they've just done just so great in, in pinning it out and you're, you're envisioning the environment, you're, in, you're envisioning the scene, you, you see it with your own eyes and there's not even a picture in front of you. And, and, and that's the kind of thing that we want to do in the lives of people. In the things we say, in, in, the, things, in the way we say it, we want to build people's imagination. And, and people see things different. You'll see a couple of different sunset pictures on the screen and some people see that coastal sunset. Maybe that's where somebody's at, and that brings out their imagination. Somebody else might see a boat out in the middle of the water, and, and that's where they're at. And, and that's, that's what I think our challenge as believers is, is staying organic and letting Christ just influence in scenarios and not trying to figure out all the details because the same thing is not going to work for everybody. The way we need to impact people, it's not some just template that we just manufacture and and apply to everybody. Just like our own life, we're at different places in life. uh, And we need to to bring out the best in people, bring out that imagination. Make creative moments. Dwell in possibility. Hope is woven, uh, hope woven, hope is woven in the fabric of imagination. We all know who Walt Disney is. I love this quote. He said, I would rather entertain and hope that people learn something than educate people and hope they were entertained. So good influence is about investment. Good influence is about imagination. Good influence is about intentionality. If you want to be an influencer, build a reputation of being a focused listener and act on what matters to others. Now, I love I love the opportunity to lead people. I love the opportunity to encourage and influence people. And when I think about leadership, you know, you can read all the great books by great leadership authors and, and they, all have a, they all have dynamic things, uh, things to say about leadership. And when I think about all the people that in, have impacted my life, leaders in my life, and, and when I think about uh, all the different styles and all the different things they say, there's a lot of common things. But the most impactful uh, thing to me in my own life, the, the leaders that have made the most difference in my life were the people that just listened to what I had to say. They weren't quick to just, to just uh, instruct or, or just say something or challenge. or They just listened. 
And that just meant so much to me. And I, I think when I think about our world right now, it's just, you know, I don't know about you, but I, I've had many days as, as a believer where it's just overwhelming. It's just like, what is going on? Our, it seems like our world is falling apart. And, 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 and this is a whole other message for another time, but on many levels, I feel like the church has missed a lot of opportunity. And I feel like right now God is saying, you know what, we need to wake up as the church. And we're going to get that opportunity again. In fact, for all the things we've been through in the last year and a half, I believe there's revival coming. I believe the presence of God is going to move across our nation and our world. And I, and I believe that we need to take advantage of those moments and we need to be intentional. So we want to build a reputation of being a focused listener. So with everything that's going on with people, and a lot of it is, is, is not just people in the world, it's, it's, it's other believers. And just listen. Sometimes people don't need to necessarily be told something. They just need to have somebody who cares enough just to hear them out and listen. And I think that's one of the most impactful ways we can be, uh, be an influencer. Build a reputation of being a focused listener and act on what matters to others. 1 Kings 3.9, I love this, this chapter in the Bible. And King Solomon, and he was known as the wisest man who ever lived. And, and this, is one of the most, this is one of the craziest scriptures in the Bible. And every time I read it, I'm amazed at what Solomon asked for. And, and uh, God came to Solomon. He said, ask whatever you want. Ask whatever you want, and I'll give it to you. 1 Kings 3.9, here's what Solomon's response to when God said that. He said, here's what I want. Give me a God-listening heart so I can lead your people well, discerning the difference between good and evil, for who on their own is capable of leading your glorious people? Solomon could have asked for more riches. He could have asked for more popularity and fame. What did he ask for? He said, God, give me your God-listening heart. I want, to, I want to make a difference in people. And you know what? God was so impressed with what Solomon asked for that he gave him that and he blessed him for, with things that he didn't ask for. And I believe that's the kind of God we serve. He's, he, he wants to, he wants, he's, he's teaching us. He's discipling us as his kids. And sure, there's things we ask for that are selfish and, and, and we get our priorities wrong. But, but those times when we really ask the things that, that mean the most to him. It's just like I've always said, sometimes we get caught up in, in, in living our own dreams and, and, and making sure that happens when if we'll just really just focus on God and making sure God's dream comes true, then I think naturally we'll find our own dreams tr coming true. So that's what Solomon did. He said, God, I, I just want to please you. Give me your God listening heart so I can lead your people well. So good influence is about intentionality. A common characteristic among effective influencers, they listen well. Be a focused listener Hearing only requires a part of us, but listening requires our undivided attention. And the last point is this. Good influence is about inspiration. Influencers strive to be worth knowing and not just to be known. Let me say that again. That's powerful words. Influencers strive to be worth knowing and not just to be known. Proverbs 18.15 says, An intelligent heart acquires knowledge, and the ears of the wise seek knowledge. The message says, wise men and women all, are always learning, always listening for fresh insights. Be, stay teachable. Stay moldable. 
Let God always never feel like you've arrived in your faith because the moment you do is the moment you're going to trip up. The moment God's going to have to have to bring us through those, those things that really strip some pride from our lives. So always remain teachable. Your effectiveness as an influencer is more about your capability than your ability. To inspire others, you must first be inspired. I love this little short verse, Romans 12, 11, says, Never be lagging in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. That word zeal, <clears throat> here in the translation, is, uh, the word zeal in this scripture, in, in the translation of the Greek word, is a translation of the Greek word meaning a combination of urgency and diligence. That's the kind of zeal we need right now in our world. There's an urgency and a diligence. So our influence needs to be contagious. We don't have to be the most enthusiastic person in the world. Sometimes it's a simple voice spoken. Sometimes it's a quick ear to listen like we've talked about. Those are the people that are world changers. When it says, keep your spiritual fervor, the Greek translation literally says, as to your spirit boiling. That's the kind of zeal. Never be lagging in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Enthusiasm is contagious. That's what people need. They need smiles. They need waves. They need a pat on the back. They need just encouragement. We're going to do it. We're going to get there. We're going to make it. God is in this. I'm with you. We'll go through this together. The great C.S. Lewis said this. He said, you will never make a good impression on other people until you stop thinking about what sort of impression you are making. Even in literature and art, no man who bothers about originality will ever be original. Whereas if you simply try to tell the truth without carrying two pence, how often it has been told before, you will nine times out of 10 become original without ever having noticed it. Give up yourself and you will find your real self. A great quote, quote from the book Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. I have, some of us have Alexas in our home. I've got one in my office. And remember we talked about that picture, the lady on the four-wheeler, stay whimsical, be incredible. It's your story. Every morning when I walk into my office, I have my cup of coffee. I say, Alexa, let's do this. And she responds, heck yes, Jim, let's do this. It's a great day to be incredible. Just a whimsical way to start my day. And I encourage you to be be, be in the moment. 1 Corinthians 13, I want to close with this scripture and one final illustration. But it's a passage you've heard many times. But like I said before, in navigating all this and thinking what my responsibilities were as a believer, what I needed to do to begin to impact my world in this chaotic time, God just simply told me just be an influencer to those around you. And I think it comes down to this scripture, this passage we know as the love chapter. And I want you to listen to these words. When you think about being an influencer... Listen to this. You've heard this passion read at weddings and, and other things around love, but I want you to think about it in the framework of being an influencer and listen to these words. 1 Corinthians 13, if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not, uh, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all the mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I'm nothing. Verse 3, if I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but I do not have love, I gain nothing. Here it is. Listen to these words. In the heart and the mind of an influencer, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. 
It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonest, dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. Man, we need to hear that. It is not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always perseveres. And I want to challenge you with this and leave you with this today. Is it's a message from my own heart. Love never fails. Church, when we're thinking about being influencers, when we're focusing on the things we need to do to make a difference in our world right now, love never fails. Let's just be the light of Jesus, the kind of people that simply influence in us through the common things of life every single day. Amen? God bless.